the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. From the streets of Melrose Park to the trading floor of the Merck, he's fought for every dollar he's ever earned. And now, with personal liberty and our system of capitalism under assault in America, he's here to seize back our rights from the government with a cigar in one hand and a copy of the Declaration of Independence in the other. He's Sean Thompson. And this is The Sean Thompson Show. This looks like a top of me. Hey, we got a lot to talk about, man. I love Mondays. I love them. Cannot wait to get to the microphone. And I've got so much to tell you. So much. Market's down 1,100. Jim Cramer says, don't worry. We got it. But I turn on all the news. And now, on top of it, I remember the movie Outbreak. You remember that movie with Dustin Hoffman? A lab monkey is on the run. This is troublesome. Very, very troublesome. Because we all know what the, the evil Dr. Fauci is up to. All kinds of chicanery. And now you've got a macaw running through Pennsylvania. And I don't know if you know anything about these macaws. Not friendly. No, no, no. And now we've been experimenting on them for years. And this son of a dog is running out there, and he's angry. And he's angry at everybody that's been sticking him. So a little concerned about the monkey. Not so much about the markets. Oh, no. Because I remember when the Federal Reserve officially bastardized capitalism, and this is during the Trump years, When they cut a deal with BlackRock, what is the deal specifically? We don't know. But we know there's trillions of dollars, and the Federal Reserve has given to BlackRock a guarantee to calm the markets. Now, that didn't end when Joe Biden usurped the presidency. In fact, for all we know, it probably tripled. But here's what I do know. Jim Cramer is a moron, a fraud who if it wasn't for his little wifey, you wouldn't even know his name. He's a two-bit propagandist reporter who tried to be a head fund manager, and he lost everything, and his wifey had to bail him out because she's the real trader. So I'd be more interested in what Mrs. Kramer has to say. But I will say when Jim Kramer tells you, and the market's down 1100 not to worry, it's because BlackRock's coming in with your money to fraud the market and buy it up. Week here. Well, I just, I think that people decide the earnings are bad, that the Fed's going to tighten, that the Russians are going to invade, that a lot of the companies that have come public are not worth anything, that there's... All valid points. After all, when we send 8,500 troops to the Ukraine and nobody knows why, and we have a bipartisan agreement that the only thing that can distract attention from failure is a little war, that's troublesome. Yes, it is. It's a, it's a real bother. And uh, I always like when Jen Psaki's asked about it, I love the way this, this pippy lie stocking lies. Really, it's like watching Pritzker eat dessert and Mozart play the piano. It's just something to watch. On the markets, does the president think it's a big deal that today the Dow Jones is down uh, at one point more than 1,100 points? Well, to start with, uh, we focus on the trends in the economy, not any one day and any single indicator. Unlike his predecessor, the president does not look at the stock market as a means by which to judge the economy. No, and, and, and aside from that, we've given one hedge fund, one corrupted corporatist hedge fund, endless trillions, trillions, by the way, 
a billion is a thousand millions and a trillion is a thousand billions which means a trillion is a million millions that's a lot that's a lot if you stacked it up it would fill your house up and you still wouldn't get a trillion dollars and this is what we're wasting on a market that is jim kramer so articulates, is overblown, overdone, and there's no reason for people to pretend that the, the country is successful when you have to borrow every month just to pretend you're uh, anything but bankrupt. And very little takeover activity other than Kohl's, which we'll talk about. Well, I and, remember an Activision deal a week ago that was pretty big. What, what, well, look, I'm not... There's, uh, been, ooh, there's Kohl's. You know Kohl's for when you don't have enough money to go to a regular store, you go to Kohl's. And then there's, there's, there's a cable... Uh, deal that that's going to buoy up the entire market we will not pay attention to producer price index which makes consumer price index look like a bargain because producer price index has inflation of over nine percent now i understand we're talking econ 102 and it's monday but we don't have a lot of democrats listening so you can keep up i'm not negative plenty of takeover i'm not negative i mean i'm trying to give you a positive scenario here i'm saying when stocks are down this much carl that you you shouldn't that you can rely on a corrupt company to pretend we're capitalists and come in and spend trillions of dollars of the public's money so that the market can make a comeback in the last hour because that's exactly the kind of bs that's been going on and why has it been going on because we have an absolute and total unmitigated dementia patient failure at the helm and everybody knows it vladimir putin knows it gj ping he knows it the poor son of a guns in Ukraine know it. The poor son of a guns in Taiwan know it. And the only fat kid in North Korea, he knows it too. So you've got a triple witching calamity of failure. And you know who you could thank for it? A Democrat. Because this is what it looks like when a Democrat is in charge of anything. Just say, holy cow, I'm getting killed. Because you should realize you've been getting killed. So now you have to decide... What stocks are down a certain percentage from their high that still could be worth a great deal? None of them. None of them. The whole damn economy exists on government cheese. It's one giant welfare scheme. And the only people making money are the inside scumbags who can steer government money into particular sectors and pretend to be traitors. We call them Congress birthing people and other scum and their little pretend cabinet of very connected donors, moron cousins. That's exactly what the hell is going on here. So never worry. Well, this idiot's in charge. No matter how far the market goes down, you will come in and BlackRock will buy it up, and we can pretend that America is not bankrupt. But it is. And I don't care how you spin it. The country is bankrupt. Can I see a show of hands? Do any of you feel like the economy has gotten better in the past year? <laughs> By the way, this is the Sunday propaganda show with Marguerite or Margaret Brennan, who is a fraud and a moron. And the only reason she's in that job is because she's a Democrat. Otherwise, this buffoon had asked me if I want insurance on my rent-a-car. All of you are saying no, even though the jobs picture is brighter, even though the direction of the economy and recovery is happening. Are so if all of those things are happening, now they're only talking to Democrats, then everything you experience on your daily life, that reality of you spending more for every damn thing, that reality that you walk around with, that you feel your life can stop at the order of a necklace fat governor, that's all an illusion. What's the reality is what these idiots are spinning. 
and you take your eye off of reality and you just believe the Marguerite Brennans and the rest of the Fourth Reich propagandists. Are you all concerned about rising prices and inflation? I go to the grocery store now. I'm, I'm paying double the amount no, that you're I was not. paying, um, you know, even a few months ago. Uh, no, Joe Biden's in charge. Everything's great. The trajectory is wonderful. The market comes back. It's crazy for you to think you're paying double. You're just, there's something wrong with your charge card. Run it around again. Run it again. Run it again. After all, city of Chicago, the state of Illinois, which is by far the most bankrupt when you funge out the liabilities versus assets. You're number one, Illinois. Ta-da. Number one. And yes, it's the, it's the mystical, magical pensions and the fact that you have corrupt, systemic corrupt politicians. It's true. But you know what the city of Chicago has enough money to do? You're going to love it. They're going to spend $2.1 billion to move the little railroad trackies. It's going to be great for all that public travel. A modernization project for the red and purple lines this morning. Ooh, Mayor Lightfoot the announced the completion lines. of the bypass. And the... It should say, get on, I dare you. Do they have the Kevlar uniforms they give you? Get on, I dare you. And now you know what these, what these lines need? They don't need police. No. They don't need security. No. What they need... It's $2.1 billion to corrupt scumbag fat-ass contractors to give back to Democrats so you make sure it all stays working just as the Chicago way. Start of demolition work to reconstruct the L tracks north of the Belmont Red Line Station. The bypass is just really the first important. phase of the $2.1 billion reconstruction, Ooh, which will eventually extend to the far south side. That's 2,000 millions. 2,000 millions. Now, I haven't taken the CTA because I have too much respect for myself, but I'm not sure how much it costs for one of those homeless bums with the razor blade in his pocket that wants to rob every girl. I'm not sure what he spends. I'm, I'm guessing a lot of that money is more welfare to get on it. But how are you going to make the 2,000 millions back? How are you going to do that, dummies? Finally, extending Here the red is. line to Ooh. the south side of Chicago and making sure residents um, on the far south reaches of our city have access to good, reliable transportation to get to and from jobs. (laughs) Where you can get robbed, raped, and pregnant all in one ride. And it's wonderful. And it's not going to cost you a penny more than $2.1 billion to the same fat-ass contractors who pretend to be construction guys and electricians instead of bribe bagmen. To get to work and other entertainment so they feel this level. Uh, You know, and if you're watching a robbery... It's very entertaining. We can count that up as entertainment. If you watch them beat a 65-year-old man or throw a girl off the train, very entertaining. It's like living a movie. Chicago success story. A connection uh, to our city. Demolition on the red and purple line tracks between Belmont and Cornelia is set to start next month. That'll be great. Let's take a look and see if it's the same guys who've been under indictment for the last 30 years. I say you have a high probability. But this is what Democrat success looks like. Now, to me and you, it's failure. But to them, it's jobs, and they're stimulating the economy. Just like the market came back because those stocks are all a good deal, and the economy looks great. Don't you worry about Russia, the fat kid in North Korea, or Xi Jinping, who likes to just take a ride over Taiwan. He just wants to see how everything's going. 312-642-5600. Have you had enough winning, or are you thirsty for more after this? Make money, smoke cigars, and live free on The Sean Thompson Show. On AM560, The Answer. AM560, The Answer. Any one of these issues, the failure by this government, any one of them, people should be impeached. 
And I don't just mean this dimwit in diapers who's pretending to be the president as he's in Camp, D- Camp David getting his diaper changed. I'm talking about the other imbeciles. Antony Blinken, this buffoon with those shark eyes, this professional good for nothing has no idea what the hell he's doing. Let's ask him what he thinks about Russia. What do you think, Anthony, who you're qualified to do nothing except sit on Biden's lap and pretend he's the president? We are proceeding on both paths at the same time. We'll be ready either way. The choice is Vladimir Putin's. But, but what do you, do you think th- Vladimir Putin's afraid of Anthony Blinken? As he talks in that high-pitched, hurried-up voice like he had just a little bit too much espresso? Come on, Anthony, what do you got? Negotiating. If Russia's demands are non-starters, I mean, President Biden has already said Ukraine's not going to join NATO anytime soon. You've made this offer of reciprocal military exercises. What's left to talk about? Margaret Brennan's husband is saying, see, this is what I put up with. I love that tone of voice like they're dating. Even she knows you're full of gaga. Uh, Margaret, uh, we started this this effort of diplomacy and dialogue about 10 days ago. And in the course of that, Russia has put some ideas on the table. And they put some soldiers on the border. Hey, stupid. They put some soldier, soldiers on the border. They're mounting up. Engines are revving. Those tanks aren't just idling. And they got you talking in a room. You know why? You're a clueless imbecile. And the only reason you got this job is because you waxed Joe Biden's legs. And that's it. Uh, uh, in writing to both the United States uh, and NATO, we've been in very close consultation with allies and partners on what they put forward. We are now sharing our own uh, ideas. Uh, Ooh. Don't you feel better? Anthony Blinken's got an idea. What's the idea, Blinken? What do you got? You got 125,000 Russians who are shaving each other's heads, waiting to go in and cause mayhem. What's your idea? What, do you want to put on a little musical? I think you should have them watch Hamilton. You like that guy, Hamilton. You like the way they sing at your little functions. As well as our own uh, deep concerns. And we'll see if uh, in the mix there, there are things that we can do, again, on a reciprocal basis uh, that would actually advance collective security. Uh, in a way that answers. Can you imagine being an American who's also Ukrainian and you uh, you got family there? Can you imagine if you're an American and you are in the Ukraine? What, what Do you think you're going to end up like the Americans that were in Afghanistan? Oof. I say there's a high probability. If Americans are still in Ukraine and things start happening with Russia, are they pretty much on their own? Well, we are <laughs> conveying very clearly now that now is the time to leave. And- so Jen Psaki is saying, hey, get the hell out of there because it's about to break loose. And Antony Blinken, he's got ideas. What are the ideas? We're going to watch Hamilton. And that there are means to do that. Of course, there's commercial airlines. You can depart over land. There's obviously the embassy there to provide assistance. And this is very similar to what we did in Ethiopia, Kazakhstan, yeah. and many other countries. Over the- All great successes where you can't get a sandwich. All wonderful success stories. To be a Democrat, you are not only the scourge of the earth. You're the biggest fracking corrupt morons I've ever seen in the history of mankind. You are the wretched scum that put us in this pickle. And when it comes time, what do you do? I don't know. I don't know what to do. I'm confused. Fracking morons. All right. Uh, let's go to Robert in Bloomingdale. Hey, Sean. How are you doing today? Splendid. How are you? Oh, I'm getting fed up with all this, as always. But here's the thing. I was listening with my wife and I were listening to Charlie Kirk early on. And he was saying what Biden is doing is he's, he's trying to start a fuss with the Russians 
to, to cover up his own failing policies. And yeah, that's a common story. That's a talking point. I don't subscribe to it. I'll tell you what's going on. For, uh, over, a, for over a decade, Vladimir Putin has been deciding how to, to destroy the confidence in the dollar. And now everything he's lined up is... Just in a row, the stars are all aligned, and all he has to do is strike the cue ball. And that's exactly what's going to happen. So I know that the Republicans and Charlie Kirk, oh, it's a distraction. All true, all true. But that's DEFCON 1. DEFCON 4 is that our dollars and our phony baloney scheme of the economy all comes to a crashing halt when the rest of the world says, what exactly in the hell are they doing? What exactly in the hell are they doing? And that looks a lot like a Madoff Ponzi scheme that they keep telling me is an economy. Why are we trading in our rubles for that dollar when you got a bunch of idiots running things? See, that's how the real world works. And in the meantime, if they do that, let me tell you something. All those videos of the Weimar Republic in Venezuela and Cuba and the people eating their dogs, that's going to be your reality. And in the meantime, you'll have Pippi Lystocking, and she'll tell you, don't worry. Everything's just splendid, and it's going swimmingly. Uh, Sal in Naperville. And, you know, you and I, we share a lot of the same background. I was a, uh, I'm as a victim of the Chicago public school system. I got thrown <laughs> out of three out of five of them. But uh-huh. I still made it. You know, I took my seven. I got my 63. I became a registered options principal. Oh, there and, you go. Uh, you know, with the 22. And I barely made it out of eighth grade. I decided that maybe I was going to get involved with people who understood how the world worked. And that's why I went through all that stuff. And when I got involved, just like you, when I got involved and I saw how the financial markets work, I said, Jesus, everybody went to Harvard, Yale, Cornell. You you people are morons. you got no clue. You're living in fantasy land. How about when they would come in the pit? With their crispy red jacket on, and their daddy oh. just gave them, and their daddy just gave them half a million in the account to go see how they did. I'd call the girl I was dating and say, "Pick out something real expensive. We're going to take this rube to the cleaners because the best financial minds, the best traders, bar none, were the guys who were D students and C students who got thrown out of school, but they were hungry and they wanted to read every fundamental principle so they could take on every bank and win." Before they corrupted the system. And you know who corrupted it was that moron, George W. Bush. He couldn't wait to bastardize it because his great-grandfather's been working on it since the Bushes hit, hit, hit. Uh, America. The minute they hit, they they decided to corrupt our system. From Prescott, his yeah, grandfather, you know all the way down to the grandsons. They're scum and scum. Yeah. And by the way, Sal, in this book, which I have yet to fully read, I want you to look at Neil Bush and his deals with Xi Jinping. The only difference between him and Hunter Biden is a rock. Other than that, they're the same kind of scumbags. And I mean crack, not the uh, one that the ship landed on. Go well, they got, they got, look, you and I, look, when we were around, when we trade, when we were on that floor, we were dealing, and I, and I was dealing on, you know, on the retail end as well. You, you got the, you, you questioned everything. If you were smart, you questioned everything. We weren't shamed in the asking questions. Because it was a rude question. Like, no, no, no. no. I'm going to ask a question. You're going to answer the question. Why am I doing this? Or why are you doing that? And mm-hmm. if you don't like the question, you know what? Drop that. Go get impaled. I don't care what happens to you. Next yeah, idiot, had, please. They had the corrupted cell because it allowed normal guys to fade their BS. And before they had the government that nationalized our economy, we used to make a very, very good living sp- picking out the lies that they wanted us to believe was a Absolutely. good economy. Sal, thanks for calling, brother. I appreciate it. See, there was a time when you didn't have to go through their corrupt system. You know, like the city of Chicago. 
When you didn't have to pay off an alderman, one of those 50 thieves to get a job. When you didn't have to have a cousin who was, uh, went to school with one of Madigan's moron offsprings or his girlfriend's kid. When you could actually do something built based on your own knowledge. Because you had an idea, you had integrity, and you wanted to put your money on the line. Those days are over. Now you got BlackRock spending trillions to fake an economy. You got propagandists pretending to be reporters. And above all, you got the most corrupt mafia don in diapers in control. We'll be back after this. He will never negotiate his constitutional rights with the government. Live free or die on The Sean Thompson Show on AM 560. The answer. AM 560. The answer. All right. See, that's what happens when I take two days off. I think I scared all the callers. 312 642 5600. But I am optimistic, even in the face of. Of all of this scandal, of this systemic corruption we call a government, and it is systemic. I have said for the last two years, the only silver lining in going through times of tyranny is that the people will reject it eventually. Eventually, the failure is so great that the majority of Americans who have a standard of life that is really not comparable around the world, will say this is enough. I don't want to wait three and a half years. What I want to see happen is that people recognize now and demand the correction immediately. The greatest place to do that is with the fraud of the pandemic, the absolute and total fraud of the pandemic. This is an unmitigated failure. Their attempts at trying to curb or control... Nothing. What it did is put us all into complacency and servitude. But there are doctors out there. Yes, there are hundreds of thousands, if not millions, that will not be intimidated. They will not be intimidated. A story broke last week. I saw it, and I didn't get to it. COVID-19 policy leading Israeli immunologist writes an open letter. It's time to admit failure. Rio de Janeiro, Brazil. Professor Imond Quimran, and I'm probably butchering his name, but that's the best I can do. He's the head of the Department of Microbiology and Immunology at Tel Aviv University and one of the leading Israeli immunologists. He has written an open letter sharply criticizing not just Israel, but the entire world's management of the coronavirus pandemic. See, now this isn't just somebody. This is somebody who spent their life in this field. This isn't veterinary doctors. This isn't reporters. This is somebody who's had enough. See, because I think it's time we all say we've had enough. We've had enough failure on all fronts. The original letter was written in the Israeli paper, Ministry of Health. It's time to admit failure. In the end, the truth will always be revealed. And the truth about coronavirus policy is beginning to be revealed. When the destructive concepts collapse one by one, there is nothing left but to tell experts who led the management of the pandemic, we told you so. You see, two years late, you finally realize that a respiratory virus cannot be defeated and that any such attempt is doomed to fail. You do not admit it because you have admitted almost no mistakes in the last two years, still in retrospect. It is clear that you have failed miserably. 
in almost all of your actions. And even the media is already having a hard time covering your shame. Despite years of observation and scientific knowledge, you refuse to admit that the infection comes in waves that fade by themselves. You insisted on attributing every decline of wave solely to your actions. And so, through false propaganda, you overcame the plague. And again, you defeated it. And again, and again, and again. You refuse to admit the mass testing is ineffective despite your own contingency plans explicitly stating the pandemic influenza health system prepared plan in 2007 on page 26. You see, they knew about this 15 years ago that they couldn't control a flu. That's why you've always had to deal with it. That's why prior to COVID and coronavirus being said, we lost hundreds of thousands of people, millions worldwide to the flu. They knew this. You refuse to admit that the recovery is more productive than a vaccine, despite previous knowledge and observations showing that non-recovered vaccinated people are more likely to be infected than recovered people. See, while this was going on, the reason I wanted to read this to you, and I'm not done, is that Pippi Lystocking, the fraud of all frauds, the spokes idiot for the Fourth Reich, wanted to put you in line if you disagree with the state-approved interpretation of this unmitigated failure that has destroyed the quality of our life in America, your kids' future, massively increased the debt, and put you under house arrest for no reason. It didn't work. And now we're in a pickle, and they want to tell you to stay in it. Last one. Uh, just yesterday in D.C., not far from here, actually, there was an anti-mask, uh, uh, yeah. anti-lockdown rally where... You know, some of the rhetoric around that was talking about Nuremberg-style trials to, to, you know, hold Anthony Fauci to account, to go after the media for spreading lies, things like this. I'm just wondering how the, how the administration is going to respond to what appears to be a growing intensity and potential for violence in the anti-vax movement. Well, we, we are well aware that there is a loud and vocal minority uh, empowered through social media and media platforms that proliferate disinformation politicians who espouse conspiracy theories and fundraise off of opposition to public she's reading it because it's a layup question rather than admitting and addressing this letter by israel's top immunologist you insisted on ignoring the fact that the disease is dozens of times more dangerous for risk groups and older adults than for young people who are not in risk groups despite the knowledge that came from China as early as 2020. You know, in this, he doesn't even talk about all the other options and alternatives and proactive prophylactics that we could have been using. You refuse to adopt the Barrington Declaration signed by more than 60,000 scientists. And if you look it up, tens of thousands sign it more every day. And medical professionals or other common sense programs, you chose to ridicule, slander, distort, and distract. I mean, do you understand what we're living through? This is well known. You have not set up an effective system for reporting side effects from the vaccines. And reports on side effects have been deleted from your Facebook pages. In collaboration with tech-savvy oligarchs, they've distorted the fact of what we're living through as Americans. Doctors avoid linking side effects to the vaccine, lest you persecute them, as you did some of their colleagues. You have ignored many reports of challenges 
in menstrual intensity and menstrual cycle times. You hid data that allows for objective and proper, proper research. For example, you removed the data on passengers at Ben Guarn Airport. Instead, you chose to publish non-objective articles together with senior Pfizer executives on the effectiveness and safety of vaccines. This is corruption. Simultaneously with this, the head of Pfizer said it looks like we're going to have to get vaccinated every single year rather than address the failings and the real data. Now, I'm reading this. I'm sure we're going to have problems. I'm sure the the sexually frustrated nerds at Google will take down the YouTube and all the rest of it. It doesn't matter because truth is truth. And there are millions now of doctors that understand that in the face of these absolute and total bald-faced lies, even when they come from an 80-year-old, Botoxed, pickle-faced bastard. By the way, he's worth $10 million. How about a little respect? What about the next booster shot? For a substantial part of the population, they're now moving into the fifth month of their booster. So does it lose its effectiveness, and how soon should they get another one, if that's your advice? Well, the answer, Margaret, honestly, is that we don't know because we don't know the durability of protection. You haven't known anything, you moron, you corrupt piece of garbage, you and your handsome wife. From the third shot boost of an mRNA and the second shot boost of a J&J, certainly you are going to see the antibody levels go down. That's natural. But I don't know what I think he knows. I think he knows what happens if you mix Cialis, Viagra, and some 12-year-old scotch. Because that's the only way I could figure out he knocked up that girl. That's just me, but I'm picky. 312-642-5600. I'll take all your calls when I get back. This is the Sean Thompson Show on AM560. The answer. AM560. The answer. Now, Yudi Quimran and myself want to acknowledge this is a very, very serious thing. I believe it was designed that way, but teach their own. It's a very, very serious thing. And people die. I know people that have died. Uh, Everybody knows somebody that's affected by it. The reality is we should be focusing on where it came from, and we should also acknowledge that the people that died, 80% of them were clinically obese, and there were numerous other issues, comorbidities and the like. And it's a tragedy. But if you've ever gone to a... Disney World, if you've ever gone to Six Flags, if you've ever taken a look at the American society, you know we got a problem, and uh, it's size triple XL. So we were ripe for this kind of problem. There's no question about it. But to, to not recognize the failures and to not recognize the fact that how do you quantify how many people that died died because there were no other options than you hooking them up to ventilators, than you shooting an experiment in their body rather than treating them. This was an, a mega failure, mega failure by the healthcare system around the world. And it is why America should detach itself from government healthcare systems because what you can see is they have one thought and one only. They're not interested in what works. They're interested in what the opinion is of government who's bribing them and paying for it. Because after all, as you know, is brought to you by Pfizer. CBS Health Watch sponsored by Pfizer. Yeah, I think the whole pandemic was sponsored by Pfizer. What do you think of that? Of course, I did read that article where they um, put in the new lab for research and development in Wuhan. Of course, that was 2009. It was a long time ago. Back then, 
You were not uh, hampered with the failures of Obamacare. So who the hell remembers back then? But I like to call myself Basil Rathbone on the weekends. That's just me. Dave Downer's Grove. Hey, Sean. Listen, you know I'm not a doctor. I'm just a truck driver. But through this whole ordeal for the last few years, the one thing they couldn't do is take away my critical thinking and my rational thinking. Thank God. Thank God. And that's what they're afraid of. You know, and and you know what, Sean? What gives me uh, the belief that this was all made up was the fact that the um, there was no no flu uh, deaths, no emphysema deaths, and the average age of death is the same as the average age of death of COVID. And there's so many other reasons why this was all made up. It is a virus, but yeah. it didn't change our death rate. And and you know what else? This vaccine is actually making people weaker. Their immune they- system. I don't know anyone that died of, of COVID, and if people tell me they did, I'll say you sure it wasn't the flu because the PCR Well, that that's another thing, how they cook the death numbers. That's another thing we'll find out in the future. But I want to say something to you, Dave. If last year and the year before it didn't prove one thing for certain, nothing did, and that is that you, a truck driver, are worth 50,000 political whores and pimps. You. You actually do something. Well, these morons, everything they work towards is the destruction of our society when guys like you make it go around. And it's guys like you that bring the food to the shelf. So here's the good news. Maybe for once these pseudo-intellectual pretend dites can learn. It's the Daves that are more important than the Fauci's. Thanks, Dave. I appreciate the call. Tony, Siesta Key. Yeah, uh, Anglewood, Florida. My, my daughter lives back up, up at Park Ridge. My grandson wakes up last Monday with a sore throat. She calls the baby doctor. The nurse over the phone tells her, has he been vaccinated? No, uh, the doctor will not see any patient unless they're vaccinated. My Tony, daughter responded, what part of the Hippocratic Oath did you take? You know, I, I was lucky in life. My kids were are older. I had a doctor in Oak Park, of all things. Her name was Choi. She was brilliant. She used to tell me, if they don't need it, don't give it to them. Let their immune system work it out. Hey, she was he worth hasn't a thousand yet. of these you people. You haven't even reached puberty yet. Tony, you, give this kid a, a shot? you pay what I'll help you pay. You get that kid down here. You let him live with you where he's protected in this state versus that totalitarian Soviet hellhole with that necklace bastard called well, the governor. Thank you, Tony. Sorry I had to cut you off. Clay and Wheeling, real quick. Hey, Sean, how you doing? Last time I uh, spoke to you was at the Cigar Night. Can't wait to do those again. Uh, most of the time I, uh, call into Dan and Amy in the morning. Hopefully I yell at Dan enough that I get my own show. Wonderful. Uh-huh. Well, you have to do it. You have to do it and be right. It's, it's not just a one, <laughs> oh, it's not a one wheel system. There's two wheels there, but go ahead. Absolutely. I, I just got over the, uh, the deadliest pandemic ever known to, uh, affect mankind. I didn't even know I had it. Honestly, I felt a little tired. The fiance came back from Cancun. She's like, hey, I'm going to self test. I said, oh, what the heck? I'll self test. Turns out I had it up for like 16 hours a day and then uh five six days later it was all over clay i had a neighbor down here i had a neighbor down here who i really liked i didn't know him very well but i really liked him he had some other stuff going on he got it and he died but the reality is clay 99.5 percent of people live the other thing is we have to find out we have to find out two things two things is it strictly the 80% that are obese that is the biggest problem? Is it the diabetes that's the biggest problem? Or is it that it was made in a lab the biggest problem? Thanks, Clay.
If I didn't get to you, Terry, George, Paul, I'll get to you later in the show. I'm sorry I have a guest coming up, but Bunny's jumping jacks and all the rest. He's mad at me. We'll be back after this. From the streets of Melrose Park to the trading floor of the Merc, he's fought for every dollar he's ever earned. And now, with personal liberty and our system of capitalism under assault in America, he's here to seize back our rights from the government. With a cigar in one hand and a copy of the Declaration of Independence in the other, he's Sean Thompson. And this is The Sean Thompson Show. The only product in America that is not the victim of inflation is fentanyl. See, I, I, I think the best Americans are normally people who were oppressed and slaves in other Soviet socialist countries around the world. So I like immigration that's based on merit. I love it. I do. But I also recognize we have to figure out something on the border. So when they stuck the greatest lunch date in government, Kamala Harris, in charge of the border, I knew it would be bad. So uh, this is just a matter of time before this is commonplace news. Order now. The two women who were killed and found dismembered in Juarez on Sunday were from El Paso. This, according to El Diario de El Paso. The victims were identified as Jalissa Ramirez and Nohemi Martinez. Juarez police say their bodies were found severed inside plastic bags. This, as police in Juarez are also investigating two more murders tonight. Investigators say the victims... We have no idea what's going on on the border, but we do know those cartels really like chopping people up. They do. There's all kinds of chaos. Normally, it'll stem not just from Mexico, but all of South America. Monica Showalter is the deputy editor for The American Thinker. She's a veteran foreign correspondent and financial journalist. She had previously worked at Investors Business Daily. I read both. I love them. Uh, Monica, I wanted to bring you on. What should we expect from the greatest launch date in government history? Well, I would say not very much. I think she's in over her head. Uh, she's basically going to Honduras. Probably tomorrow she'll be arriving, or she may be just taking off and arriving the next day. Um, this is like her, uh, I guess, third foreign policy trip. The last one was shopping in Paris, and the uh, the one before that was to Guatemala, Mexico, which she misstated what they were. She said they were the Northern Triangle. No, one of them was a Northern Triangle. The other was not. Um, so, uh, you know, she's going to Honduras, which in the past had been off limits because it was run by a drug dealer or, you know, a guy whose brother was in jail for drugs and who was implicated himself. So they didn't, you know, they didn't want to send her over. He'd be a PR problem. But they uh, do you know, have a duty-free in Paris. Did we, uh, did we find out if she took advantage of the Louis Vuitton and the duty-free store in Paris? Because obviously she would have accomplished something if she could have got one of those bags without paying taxes on it versus what she continues to do, which is waste our money as chaos ensues since a year and a couple days ago. She definitely went shopping in Paris. She bought fancy cookware. It's not the kind that we would buy. And it was like every piece was about 300 to $500. Um, it wasn't the most expensive, I guess. But, uh, yeah, she, that was the only thing she got headlines for was she went shopping. Um. So uh, she was there for no good reason. She supposedly was to placate France. But that had been done a week earlier, back when Joe was falling asleep at the meetings. Um, so... Uh, yeah, she did shopping last time, and then in uh, Guatemala and Mexico before that, both presidents contradicted her. You know, they said, you know, we'll tell you the root causes. People uh, are, are being incentivized by Joe Biden and Kamala Harris. That's their, uh, uh, you know, that's the reason that the uh, 
the coyotes are out and they're recruiting the people and they're taking them off uh, illegally to the United States because uh, Joe rang the dinner triangle. Monica, Chicago uh, has a long hi- has a long history. Chicago, in particular, has a long history with cartels. It is a drug distribution center because of its uh, location and the logistics of how you can distribute. Many cartels have yeah, set up I shop. I always have, found that really interesting because they found out most of the murders had to do with uh, politicians who had co-opted um, cartel members. Exactly. And then the, the, there's O'Hare where it's, uh, you know, they can fly in and there's easy bribery. Um, it's insane what's going on. And fentanyl has, uh, has not gone up in price. In fact, it's stabilized for the last five years. And Chicago is a distribution hub for fentanyl. It's obviously has, it's unfettered. It has open flow. Aside from the sex trafficking, aside from the, we don't know, 2 million they said last year, and there's nothing to think that uh, it won't be 2 million this year. Yet when asked, Kamala Harris wants to get to the root cause. And instead of recognizing that we're luring criminals here with an easy judicial system and welfare, in some cases our prisons are better than these third world hellholes, and they get to come out and buy cars and no one asks any questions, what do we need to do? Uh, that we can do to influence politicians? Is it strictly hope for 2022? Or is there something else? Isn't there a, a parameter of impeachment? I mean, how much of this must we take? I, I, I'm totally with you on that. I do think there's a, the, the parameter for impeachment is entirely warranted. We may have to wait till 2022 to get to it. Um, but they certainly should uh, make it. A, Joe, Joe and, and Kamala, they, they get nervous when uh, there's stories about the border and they show the giant crushes of people. So those things need to be, you know, we have to keep harping on them and showing them, showing the pictures. Uh, you know, that recent news that got out about uh, illegals being able to use warrants as ID for getting on airplanes. It's like, excuse me, you're supposed to be arrested if you present a warrant. Um, you, you, you arrest them right then and there. That means they've knocked an old lady over or knocked over yeah. a liquor store. They did some criminal act. Um, I, if they got a warrant, uh, they're going to let them fly an airplane and use that as ID? I um, made the decision before I got the radio job that I was going to become a Floridian. In Florida, the scandals of air airdrops flying in illegal aliens at the time of COVID for the last year and a half was really covered in Florida, yet not picked up on the national media. There's been scattered reporting. The reality is this is a major, major political scandal where it appears from what we know, the Biden administration in the middle of the night has been flying criminal illegal aliens to various states. DeSantis exactly. is now wants to, he's, he's put it in the budget to send illegal aliens to Delaware. Since he did that, the flights have stopped. Isn't that kind of the model for states that don't want to be inundated with the Biden air drop-offs? That seems like a very, very, uh, very wise thing. I'm so impressed with uh, DeSantis. I hope Texas does some more activity, too. Texas has been impressing us with its construction of the border wall. Uh, you know, they're just using real boxcars, but that works. And, uh, you know, arresting people for trespassing and other things. So hopefully that will have some kind of impact, too. I know Arizona is now becoming quite of a choke point, And California, of course, won't do anything. So uh, we can look forward to lots of trouble from there. Because, it's you know, it's like squeezing a balloon, you know. If it's shut off from Florida, they'll go to 
Texas, they'll go to New Mexico, they'll go to Arizona, et cetera, and eventually California, which is going to uh, open the open the gate. Monica, uh, California's you, kind of far away, but they'll do it. You've been doing this for a while. Our foreign policy, to me, it, it I believe it was created by absolute and total morons. The idea that we are bribing friends. We are wasting, I don't even know what the total is, billions of dollars in foreign aid. The nice thing that Trump was able to do is articulate, you're going to pay us for what we do for you. He also was able to articulate, without a border, we are not a country. I believe you could attribute his, his victory in 2016 to the way in which he, he made Americans want to feel secure because they needed to feel secure by simply advocating we need a strong border. Why is it you think so many Republicans, aside from a handful, and I mean a handful, the rest of them are, 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 are saying nothing? What is your prediction as we get closer to 2022? Will they admit that the American people, even though they want a, 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 an easy um, citizen process, immigration process, still want a secure border? Why are we waiting? And there's only, what, 10 congressmen and seven Senators that have the uh, backbone to say anything? You know, I don't know the answer to that. I think a lot of it has to do with corporate interests. I, uh, today I wrote about an interesting piece in the Atlantic Monthly by uh, Ann Applebaum called The Bad Guys Are Winning. And why are they winning? And her thesis was real interesting. She wrote this in November, was that big, tangled corporate interests and the fact that bad guys interact with other bad guys all the time make things like sanctions and protests all useless. And, you know, that's what we're seeing in the modern era. That's why characters like Nicolas Maduro and, uh, you know, the freaks in the Middle East and Putin, they're all getting, and she, they're all getting away with everything. Because, and they don't care what anybody thinks because it's fine. They got uh, relations with each other. And the tangled corporations, I think in a parallel way, we see that in the states. You know, there's who wants illegal immigrants? Well, it's a lot of corporate interests, and they want the cheap labor. They want they want to sell things to it. You know, Harris, when she goes down to Honduras, she's bringing a bunch of corporate interests. And if you look closely at what their agendas are, nobody's reported this. Every corporate interest is something that makes being an illegal immigrant in the United States easier. I mean, I was shocked, but it's like language translation service, remittance transmit, remittance transmittal service. All of those things make making an illegal immigrant much easier in the state. Sure, you could use those skills in in Honduras. You could use them better in the states, though. And For... that's what we're seeing. It's this corporate interest uh, juggernaut, and I think that's why we have such wimpy, no fight Republicans. Trump, you know, even when he didn't say accomplish the whole wall, he was fighting tooth and nail. Constantly. And that's what made, you know, for me, that's enough, you know? It's like it's like a baby crying on the airplane, you know? Yeah. You don't mind if the baby's crying, if you see that the mother's going to try to stop it, because you know she's eventually going to win. Uh, I would hope so. The, I've been the, on that airplane, and they don't always well, win for like the, an hour and ten minutes. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Monica, we've known that there is a culture of corruption long before Donald yeah. Trump was in politics. Yeah. We knew that Diane Feinstein's husband, the portly Richard Bloom, had been corrupted not just through the, the, the soft land deals he was getting handed from the government, but we now find out she had a Chinese spy chauffeur. We find out that he has made hundreds of millions of dollars with China. 
The FBI has had Hunter Biden's hard drive for two years. We now know that this crack smoking um, um, real whiz kid, he's a renaissance man who has been backed by the Xi Jinping and the Ukrainian oil company, along with a Moscow mayor's wife. Why is it that we hear nothing? Now, keep in mind, when you talk to me, we're from the land of the Madigan Mafia, which has ruled the city of Chicago for 50 years. So I'm expecting corruption and incompetence, but not on a national level. Do you think this information that is undeniable, irrefutable, and from the hard drive will lead to something, or do we have to wait for Merrick Garland to be thrown out by his ferret face? Well... At this point, I I think they really are incorrigible. Uh, but you know, Newt Gingrich made a uh, you know made a statement. You know, I think some of these people are going to go to jail as of the uh, 2022. There may be a change by uh, you know with a new crop in Congress in November. Uh, in, in which case, suddenly laws might mean something once again. Uh, will Hunter get away with it? Right now, I don't see it yet. But on the other hand, it is so naked. It is so obvious that what's going on is huge crimes. Here's the other problem. Characters like Putin and Xi know all about it. Uh, Only the American people are being kept in the dark, but I think that's why Europe's cutting out uh, Biden from their talks with Putin. They know that Biden's compromised and he's got all these corporate, uh, you know, money interests based on the computer activity. It's it's really, really shocking. I don't think we've ever seen anything like this in American I, history, but it's, uh, you know, corruption global, and they've got Biden on the string. I believe since the Bretton Woods Agreement, we have been in a Cold War with adversaries of America to destroy the world currency of the dollar. I think over the last two decades, Vladimir Putin has worked hand-in-glove with not just Xi Jinping, but with Iran, with other scoundrels, including Turkey and Syria, to destroy the confidence. Does not Joe Biden's cluelessness, weakness, fecklessness um, really make the perfect storm for the rest of the world to say, ah, we're off the dollar? Easily. Easily. And you know, they've been talking about that for at least 20 years. I remember Hugo Chavez used to talk about it obsessively. Um, the, the whole thing is, yeah, we get the dollar as uh, kind of toilet paper money, we'll ruin its value, etc. And, you know, the inflation coming is going to be big. And with that means dollar devaluation. Um, it's going to be probably worse than Carter, you know. Um, I can't say for sure, but and then Powell is kind of a, Jerome Powell, the Fed chief, he's thus far kind of weak. Um, so, I mean, I think he doesn't want to jolt everything, but uh, on the other hand, that might be what's needed. And, you know, they just got to, inflation's a monetary phenomenon. They got to turn off those those spending spigots, and they're not going to do it. Uh, you you know what's funny, Monica? We act like we don't know what the problem is. We've known what the problem is since John Locke. We've known what the problem is since Adam Smith. We know what ticked down countries and empires, and yet we mimic them rather than rejected the recipe of disaster. And uh, I'm hoping it's not too late. I'm optimistic, and I do understand, you know, we still um, are considered among the best of the worst. I just think that is a terrible policy. It makes me sick that we have to, um, you know, go along with that. And uh, I'm hoping politicians understand it. I'm worried that there's more people in on the scam than want to break it apart. But what I do love, Monica, is that you are now a new member of my rotation. I have truly enjoyed you. I've, I've read you before at The American Thinker. I even remember reading you in Investor's Business Daily. So I'm going to ask you to commit. I want you to come on once a month. You all right with that? 
I'd be delighted. Thank I, you. I love having you, and I love uh, when you write. So please keep it up, and I look forward to our next visit. And thank you so much for joining me. Monica Showalter at uh, The American Thinker. Thank you. Thank you. We'll be back with your calls and comments after this. Broadcasting from the Petri dish of corruption known as the state of Illinois. In the upper Midwest of the nation and around the world. This is the Sean Thompson Show on AM560, The Answer. AM560, The Answer. Love this. I'm Corey Hart. I can remember nothing, and I remember that. My buddy just sent me a text. Why are they calling it the Russian Federation? That's the new Soviet Union. You're going to get used to it. Just keep mimicking what these idiots tell you. This way, when they keep reassembling the old Soviet Union, it'll all make sense to you. Because that's been the mission. That and destroy the dollar. I'm going to help the idiots. The idiot Republicans. I'm going to help them. I am. I'm going to help them. Because they need help. They need more than those Brooks Brothers suits and that side part and that stupid look by prancing around their out-of-the-bottle blonde wives. They need a plan. So here's the plan. You're going to fix foreign policy because we've wasted hundreds of billions. and Nobody even knows what the hell you're buying aside from a few oligarchs. So you're going to stop the money and you're going to revamp the complete foreign policy. One, don't worry, the dollar will look stronger than when you stop using it to bribe murderers around the world and communists. One, that's one. Number two, you're going to imprison any congressman or staffer that is involved with the enemies of America like Russia, and yes, yes, even the oligarchs in Ukraine. And then let's not forget Xi Jinping. Oh, yeah, because he includes North Korea, by the way. Anybody that's got a nickel of their money, you're going to jail. I mean, I know you like the January 6th committee where you're subpoena 84 people, 84 subpoenas. Only eight pertain to January 6th. The rest you don't like Republicans. I get it. So I want the Republicans to man up, grab it by the front of the pants and pull it up a little bit like you got a pair. And then you say you're going to fix things by fixing what we all know is corrupt. Foreign money and political whores and pimps in our own government that sold out to China, Russia, North Korea, and the rest of the scallywags in the Middle East. That's what you're going to do. And you're going to stop bowing to those tablecloth-wearing Saudi inbred bastards that own the Bush family like chicklets. You're going to stop all that, and you're going to throw out every rat Republican that has an investment after after you prosecute them. 312-642-5600. I promise, Craig, Meg, and Tony, I'll take all of your calls. If you want to be, we got two open lines. Call now. AM 560, the answer. I think the part that's so hard to take in all of this failure and corruption is that the answer is simple simple principles principles integrity honesty and law yes we need law all right so i'm going to take all of your calls craig skokie hey sean um i just want to recommend i want to recommend a book for you mm-hmm. it came on november and it 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 lays out the entire plan of uh well it's it's shocking. It's jaw dropping. It's crazy. It makes me think I made a mistake in getting the vaccine, uh, but but the, the corruption and insanity from the top is is pretty much laid out and explained, and answers all the questions you know over the past two years about uh, you know why did we kill the two drugs that worked? Why did we? Why was Fauci talking to uh, 
Facebook and 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 uh, pharma and all these other companies. Suspense it's is amazing. Me. Yeah, well, that's, that's just it. So half the country re- needs to read the book and start an investigation. The other half of the country is going to say absolutely no way it's conspiracy theory because it was written by an anti-vaxxer named uh, Robert Kennedy Jr. Oh, the Democrat Robert Kennedy Jr. Yeah, yeah, Democrat. Um, uh, attorney, brilliant, but the book, the first 10 pages, Sean, it's going to blow your mind. The, the last 15 pages is all footnotes. Everything has been documented, proven, shown to be true, um, really uh, hard-hitting, informational, and just absolutely mind-blowing. Craig, it's all about the money. And the minute Anthony Fauci started to appear, I spotted in him something I spotted in my old neighborhood. In my old neighborhood, there was a racetrack called Maywood Racetrack. And Craig, if, sure. you, if, you, if you hate somebody, never wish they'd die. Everybody dies. That's no way out. Yeah. If you hate somebody, wish they become a horse gambler. That's the worst kind of gambler in the world. All right? But here's the thing about horse gamblers. Some of them, my, my uncle, who I loved more than any human being in the world, was a horse gambler. But in that world, there's some real characters. And there's some real geniuses. And in that world, there are two kinds of guys that want to fix races. Guys that give the horse they want to win a hot shot, and then that's what they give Joe Biden when he has to do a speech. They hit him with like B12 and a bunch of adrenaline, and the horse wins. But see, Maywood Park got wise to that. So they, they started to test all the horses that won. And then there's the Dr. Fauci's of the world. These are some real scoundrels. What they do is they drug all the horses they don't want to win to make them run slow. So the only horse that wins is the one without drugs. So when they test it, it seems clear. And these are the guys who pull up with new Cadillacs every six months. That's what Fauci is. He rigged the game. And that's what he did. And it worked exclusively the way he wanted and the way the oligarchs in America and those who wanted to bastardize our country wanted it. It's the Fabian socialist plan that worked perfectly. And now the question is, can you shake it off and recover? So I will read it, Craig and Skokie, and you think about the kind of scoundrels there are that drug all the other horses. That's some brilliant gaga. Go ahead. Sean, 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 I wanted to point out one thing that that people might forget. Merck was the original manufacturer of ivermectin. They produced billions upon billions of doses over the 20 years that they were patent. The patent fell apart in about 1980. And ever since then, you can get it for about, you can get it for about 10 cents a dose now. But guess what? They had to kill hydrochloroquine and ivermectin because the new pill that Mark is producing has the exact same properties as ivermectin. It's a but scam, baby. Get it out of the way. Drug yep. the other horses. You almost have to yep. admire the diabolical nature. Craig, thanks for listening. I appreciate it. How about the tests? Tests that really are not reliable. We ordered a billion. Ooh, that's a lot. Do you have stock in that company? I didn't. Hey, did you know the only stock that was up today, even when the market was down 1100 Halliburton. The Cheneys love that one. Chuck Dullivan. Hey, how you doing? Uh, I, can you hear me? I could hear you beautifully. Good. Thank you. Uh, thanks for having me on your show. For the thong uh, and the beard they, you're wearing. Go ahead. Thank you. If they would have had, if they would have took the uh, 80... 80,000 uh, guns that they had from the Afghanistan instead of leaving them on the runway and all mm-hmm. the bullets yeah. and dropped them off over Ukraine on the way home, we wouldn't be having this discussion right now. I like that. I like that. And you could have you added the other $83 billion in tanks and whatnot. That would have looked nice on the border yes. right now. You know, but then yes, they wouldn't have a good excuse to give, what, $400 million to the Taliban pretending they're the Afghan government right now? See, Chuck, that's you what know, happens. You know, when this started, when this, you elected... This started back when 
Democrats. That's when it started. When you elect the Democrats, they're, they're corrupt morons all at the same time and diabolical, which really is dangerous. Go ahead. When, when Putin stopped buying milk from us a couple of years ago when Biden was the vice president, he said, I'm not buying any more milk products because you're in bed with the Ukrainians. Uh, prices of milk was $100. 100 pounds was uh, $25. And the farmers were getting that much money. And as soon as they stopped buying our, our dairy products, then it dropped down to nine. He did what happened, like what Carter did with us you know, what during the Olympics. The, what happened to the weight of the average female at the bottle cap or wherever you go? What happened then? When they oh, the bottle, bottle shop? Bottle shop. Oh, yeah. You're, yeah, you're not, a, yeah you're, not, you're not a lady unless you're on 180. I'm Thank actually going to their Christmas party tonight. Have a good time. So. <laughs> Why not? Christmas party at the end of January. you got to love Wisconsin. Any excuse to oh, yeah. eat something and drink. Thank you, Chuck from Dullivan. Truly appreciate it. Let's go with uh, Megan Orland Park. Hey, Sean. Um, I just wanted to let you know how much I really appreciated your last um, guest, Monica. Oh, Yes, wonderful. Uh, She's wonderful. Brilliant yeah, woman. Yeah, and I could hear it in her voice when you um, said that you wanted to make her a regular, um, regular, regular guest. She was just so touched. Oh, um, I hope so. I hope so. Because yeah. you have to have ahead. somebody like that who's seen it all. She's been living in the in the corruption of our foreign policy, where we are bribing the most corrupt foreign oligarchs to pretend they're our friends, so that the people suffer and we pretend we have allies. It's a disgraceful system. And I didn't even touch the IMF Bank, which is a real game of fraud that the enemies of America, like Soros and the rest of them, have had their hands in for decades. And they had a chance to get rid of it when there were all Republicans in control. And guess what they did? They kept it because they want to be bribed and they want to drive around in Bentleys like they're men. Thank you, Megan. I appreciate the call. Mary Midway. Oh, hi, son. And how pathetic that Joey Belly, boy, did he catch a lot of people in that net. He can't do anything decent, but boy, I know so many people in the last two weeks that previously were like, no way over my dead body, I'm not getting that vaccine. And then so many of them, I have a small life and I know people, they're like, well, yeah, we got it. We had to go to the health club. You know, God bless them. I could see their point, but he, he swept so many people on that. They couldn't even go to their health club unless they got the vaccine. The future so he will won. tell. How much money scum like him and his other corrupt oligarch members and the cartel that is our government made? Time will tell. You can only hide this for so long. Do I think we'll see it? No, Mary. I think I'll be kicking Karl Marx's teeth down his throat long before they come out with it. However, well, I'm with you. I haven't gotten it either. What I do think, what I do think is that ultimately the truth will come out. And hopefully by then, in that America when we're all walking around in those Star Trek jumpsuits, hopefully by then they'll have laws in place to put the scumbags away instead of sending them to the capitals of these states and to Congress. Thank you, Mary. Appreciate the call very much. Greg, Lake Geneva. Hey, Sean. How you doing? Uh, today was the first time in, in many weeks that I listened to you. Uh-huh. And I was amazed because you were so mellow. This first thing this morning, uh, the beginning of the show. Yeah, and I thought, my goodness gracious, did you get in touch with the feminine side or something? Yeah, I was very, uh, you know, I, I relaxed a little bit. I walk on the beach. It always settles me down before the show. Uh, okay, uh, I have a question for you, big time. All right. Um, what is the difference between fascism and Marxism? There, they are branches of the same tree. So when people think there is a difference. I think people underestimate or, or don't understand the, the, the definition. Some pretend that fascism is a, is, a, is a patriotic version of Marxism, when Marxism really doesn't have a country, it has a collective. 
But the reality that's, is all components of Marxism have fascistic uh, uh, attributes to it. And that's something to remember. When, when the government tells you to do something, ta-da, you're fascist. It's, what do you mean I have to? That's fascism. Marxism is the ideology of this Keynesian soiree with only a few oligarchs that always seem to win elections and nobody gets to audit. And then they all stem from the seed of communism, right? So when right. you read Marx, you realize what a demented piece of garbage he really was and how he understood all you have to do is bring a person to his knees. And before you know it, he doesn't want to get up. He just wants to be comfortable. And that's the part we're living in now. So I think all Marxism has a, has a fascistic tinge, as all communism has a fascistic tinge. But the root cause is that ultimate collectivism, where you are small and the government is a god among you. And that's a problem. And that's what's happened to America in the last two and a half years, really, over the last 70. Absolutely. Over the last 70. Soft. So it's a soft... I saw a video, on, uh, on, Go ahead. I saw a video that, on, I forget what the, the platform is, was a 1984 interview with the guy who's a defected KGB operative, and he's discussed the psyops of how to do what Mentally they're doing now. country. You know what, Greg? I, I don't know how old you are, but I was able to watch in real time in 1977 Yuri Bezmenov articulate what the Soviets what? really wanted that might, to do. Yeah, that's the guy, I think. Go listen. You'll love it. Thank you, Greg. i got to go to break. I love it. 312 642 5600, we have the resident comedian on the line. I'm sure it's going to be terrible, but we'll get to him after this break. AM560, the answer. I need a dollar, 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 that's what I need. This is a great song, Mike. I love this. We're going to have David and Lancey and I. We might as well make the people happy first. All right. Now, to somebody who makes Anthony Blinken look like Rodney Dangerfield. David and Lansing. Sean, no, you keep with this comedian. I thought you said I'm okay, Spider. I mean, David, I, I, you, I said, never mind. Thank you. Go ahead. Uh, I have something that's very effective I learned from you. I, heard, I hear you say it from time to time. I'm on your side. All right. You, 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 say, you say, like... This statistic is like a Bruce Lee one-inch punch. Eighty percent of people who have died from uh, COVID are clinically this, but obese. Yes. So I got in an argument with a relative that lives in the Beltway around Washington D.C. Big uh -huh. government person. I'm related to this person, so I had to go easy. Heated debate. She's all for vaccine, Pfizer, this, that, everything. Why don't you get jabbed? Kind of getting heated. I said, I have something that's more effective than any vaccine or almost any drug. It's lose weight. It's exactly. shut her down. It, is it, she one of those people that has, like, the hidden yogurt in, in, in yoga pants? Does it look like hail damage? Is she one of those big women? I don't want I, I to get into that portion right. of Because I don't understand I, I, I really why. I, listen, not everybody, you know, not everybody has the perfect derriere, such as myself. I understand that. But if it if it has the hail damage, why would you wrap it in cellophane yoga pants? Just do us all a favor. Go with a sundress. Nothing wrong with a sundress. Very sexy. Thank you, David. I appreciate it. You know, you don't have to, you know, some of us are trying to eat. I eat it all off hours of the day. That's just me. But here's the good news. No matter how many yoga pants you have to see that ruin your day, you're not living in Taiwan. Taiwan has reported the largest incursion of Chinese Air Force jets in months as Beijing steps up its military activity around the island's air defense zone. 
Taiwan's defense ministry said Sunday its fighters warned away over three dozen Chinese aircraft in an area close to the Taiwan-controlled Pradas Islands. China, which claims Taiwan as its own, has repeatedly sent Air Force missions into the island's air defense zone for well over a year. Taiwan calls those incursions gray zone warfare, designed to both wear out and test the island's defense forces. It's unclear what prompted China's latest large-scale mission. They want Taiwan. That's what prompted it. So as everyone's talking about the Ukraine, which rightfully so, you should talk about it, Xi Jinping recognizes an opportunity. Now, do you think this moron, moron, his diaper wearing with his old man skin on a skeleton body and Anthony Blinken and Pippi Lystocking can figure out two fronts at the same time, not to mention keep buying the stock market so we can pretend that we have anything but chaos? I don't think so. Uh, there's been some reports that our embassy in Ukraine has made a request to send non-essential personnel home now, begin that process. Have you approved that request yet? Uh, and what would, and if not, what are you waiting for? Chuck, this is something that uh, we look at every single Listen. day. I have no higher responsibility than the safety and well-being of the folks uh, who work for the, the State Department and who are under... Uh... You better forget about that and start worrying about the people here on the continental U.S. because I don't understand what you're, you're preventing from them taking away the strength of our dollar and not to mention, why aren't they just... I mean, just get it over with. Take the White House. Take it over. They already own you. Xi Jinping owns the Bidens. He could do whatever the hell he wants in Taiwan. Russia owns the Bidens. Ukraine owns the Bidens. The only real war is, did Ukraine bribe Hunter more than Putin? That's the only toss-up. That's the only question. I guess we'll find out, it looks like, by the end of business tomorrow. 312-642-5600. From the streets of Melrose Park to the trading floor of the Merc, he's fought for every dollar he's ever earned. And now... With personal liberty and our system of capitalism under assault in America, he's here to seize back our rights from the government. With a cigar in one hand and a copy of the Declaration of Independence in the other, he's Sean Thompson. And this is The Sean Thompson Show. Cold weekend. Were 22 shots. Disgraceful. I had to uh, watch the parents of the eight-year-old that I found nauseating. Eight-year-old girl is killed, struck by a bullet intended for someone else. WGN's Rob Sneed is live at Stroger Hospital with that story. Rob. The little girl was shot in the head and she ended up here at Stroger Hospital where she was pronounced dead. Now tonight I spoke with community activist Andrew Holmes. He told me he had the chance to speak with the girl's family, her parents, uh, and he said that they told her that they told him. Andrew Holmes is a wonderful man from all appearances. He's had every shooting. It's disgusting and despicable. And the media has spun it to where she wasn't the intended target. So what? So what? We've got 152 people have been shot by somebody who was let out of jail, what, 72 hours before for gun charges? The problem is the Democrats wake up and put away the criminals instead of incentivizing them. I'm not the only one that's really pissed off. Matt Rosenberg, he's also pissed off. Matt Rosenberg is an author, and I'm sure he didn't mean it this way, but he released an article that was addressing this very topic, 
And then the eight-year-old died. Matt Rosenberg, thank you for joining me. How are you? Sean, my pleasure. Good to be with you again. Matt Rosenberg, I have you on, and I've had you on since I filled in. And I like you. I really do. And we know the answer. Put away the scum. Not gun control, scum control. And until you do that, I'm going to have you on continuously, and we're going to get old together. It's going to be like my wife. We're going to get old together. We're going to know the same problems. We're going to agree on the cure. Why is it that so many political pimps and whores in the city of Chicago that has now become a sewer of Chicago refuse to put the right castor oil in the right mouth? I've probably said this before to your listeners, Sean. I think uh, it goes back to the universities. There's no way that uh, today's politicians, because of how they've been educated, there's no way they can hold blacks and Latinos accountable. It makes them too uncomfortable. Uh, even, even black politicians have white guilt. That's how it is now. You know, it's getting I, I, out of control. I see Andrew Holmes. I hear Cory Booker. I see these, mm-hmm. these righteous people. I don't think, oh, my God, he's a black man. He's a man that wants a cure, just like the kids that want a cure. Instead, they're put into these prison camps. We pretend our schools. And you keep upping the ante on how much money we're going to waste rather than making these, the good people safe, which is what the answer is. So I say we throw them all out, and let's put Andrew Holmes in charge. Let's make him the district attorney, because there's a guy who's not only a reverend, he knows what the cure is, and it isn't letting the scum back out on the street in hours. I'd like to see a a challenger to Kim Fox the next time around for Cook County State's attorney who can beat her in the Democratic primary. There was a woman named Donna. I think her last name was Moore. A very strong, viable candidate. She didn't make it. The Republican got squashed. I talked to a guy in Englewood about this, a black guy who lost his own 16-year-old daughter to uh, ridiculous uh, uh, violence, to gangbangers. She just happened to be in the wrong place. And he was appalled at black-on-black violence, but I asked him, this was just before the election in November 2020, I said, who are you going to vote for? What do you think of Kim Fox? And he said, I'd give her a C-plus, which I thought was Then he deserves deserves to live where he lives. He said, I'll still vote for her. Yeah, then you and deserve so it. so there's this con- congenital inability in the black community to vote against the black candidate. And, and it's like, how can that be? Because at the same time, we have plenty of people who are very conscious, very awake, woke in the right way in black Chicago. And they're saying, this is crazy what's going on. And parents have to do their job and people have to be held accountable. But come election day. They won't step up. So I don't know. What do you do, Sean? Well, Matt, you've got to attack the money. Because on top of the problem, you've got money. You've got money from people that like the chaos because they're financially rewarded from it. You've got, and I, you know, I know it's a talking point now to say George Soros. But the reality is George Soros is a face to the evil cartel that has found a way to profit from the collapse of our society. And they have thrown billions billions into races and they pick their favorite moron their most likable fraud and they put them in front of the camera and they make them fat and rich and until that system changes man there are not a good good enough people who who have such disregard for money to beat the corrupt who love it among us and i think until we attack the money as a people 
not a Democrat, not a Republican, not a black or brown or white or red, but as simply right and wrong and get this corrupt money out of our politics. We're going to continue to make multimillionaires out of the scum among us who are destroying our society. Well, you're talking about a public education project, which I like based in part on, on uh, you know, surfacing uh, campaign spending data. I think we need to surface some other things. We need to say their names, names like Tamiko Talbert, one of two uh, black working mothers, one of two hairdressers murdered in cold blood yeah. in mid-January on the south side of Chicago. She was a mother of six worked hard her whole life, gunned down at like 4.30 or 5 in the morning as she was looking for parking so she could handle some appointments with early bird customers. Here's a woman with a work ethic with six kids, and this is how her life ends. Then there was another hairdresser, and this was at 74th and Vincent, right near where I had done some field research for my book and dived into what's going on. On the south side, a young woman named uh, Derricka Patrick, 29, mother of one, pregnant with another kid, gunned down in cold blood on the south side. And, uh, you know, where does it stop? Where does it stop? And we get, we get bogus numbers. We get junk math from our politicians. I can go into that a little bit. We get nothing but evasion. And I think in the end, though, Sean, here's the thing. Yeah, and the words pissed off are in the title of my book. You're pissed off, I'm pissed off. A lot of people are pissed off, but we have to be more than that. We have to actually find candidates uh, and and educate the public. And, and you know, data is part of that. And uh, it's not just outreach. Some people don't like the word outreach, and I get it. I mean, Republicans, Sean, I feel they have to actually show up on the south side, not just after the latest shooting. They have to show up and advocate for uh, career training in the construction trades and for auto mechanics. They have to advocate for vouchers uh, through the state school vouchers in Springfield. You know, we got a lot of work to do if so we want to turn you're this there, around. You're there and you're doing, you've been doing research, you've been doing work for years. Years you've been there and you've been doing this. And you now have a system where, 300,000 minority families have moved out of Chicago because they've come to the realization that it is easier and safer to get your kids out of there than try to change this, this clearly corrupted system. And now we know what the cure is, but the medicine at this stage of the game to advocate for these types of things in a climate where there's better representation for the gangbangers and the drug dealers than there are for the victims that's right. Do you not think that at this point the federal government should come in and prosecute the the uh, the corrupt politicians who clearly are creating policy to protect predators and re-victimize victims like Kim Fox? I really think that she's going to get she's going to win for as long as that money flows in and she can run commercials because she has a knack of spinning lies. After all, you're in a state that elected a name that is synonymous with Madigan. Synonymous. Mike Madigan and the Pritzker family have been hand in glove for 50 years. Yet the people of Illinois put in the heiress, the necklace, J.B. Pritzker, and they will again, in my opinion. So at this point, until federal government starts to recognize right and wrong and prosecute the corrupt politicians, can we really turn it around without that? Well, I don't know. 
but they're not going to do that, Sean, as attractive as that might sound. So there's really no choice but to get the work at the grassroots level. And I think it starts in 2022 with state legislative races in the collar counties. You know just as well as I do that the stage is set very often in Springfield. We've got, for instance, a moratorium on a closure of failing empty Chicago schools. That's because the Chicago Teachers Union got the Democratic majority in both chambers to add that on to an education bill last year. Uh, we've got all kinds of crazy stuff coming out of Springfield. Uh, the right of the teachers to strike, you know, if they've got a hangnail, that comes out of Springfield. <laughs> so you've yeah, got to take back the collar counties. And the thing is, yeah, you know, very soon, like in 10 years, the next census numbers won't be so rosy for Chicago. We, our population went up a tiny bit because of all the Latinos and Asians moving here. But, you know, they're going to go to Elgin and Waukegan and other places, uh, particularly uh, in DuPage County, particularly as the violence spirals ever upward. So, Man, you know, at some point, it's going to flip around. It's Man, you're among your among your friends who are living in this. You're living in this. You're, mm -hmm. you're, the reality is this has come to your neighborhood, the carjackings, the robbery, the mayhem. Mm -hmm. When you see the story that uh, we're going to spend 2.3 or $2.1 billion to move the red line and all this nonsense, are your friends who probably up until now have been, been Democrats, are they at the point where they say enough is enough and they start looking in the suburbs themselves? Or are they like you and they want to put up the fight and have some optimism? What, what, what is, where does it fall when you talk amongst your own, your own clique? You know, some people are safe enough and feel well enough in their cocoon, even if they like live in Edgewater, you know, or uh, on Marine Drive. I know people in Chicago and they're like, yeah, it's bad, but, you know, so long as I don't take a bullet or get carjacked, I like Chicago and I'm going to hang in there. Now, how much they're going to do to change things, I don't know. Probably not too much. What I hear from a lot of other people is, hey, I already left, man. I live in Tennessee now and I yeah. hated to leave because I love the place. So, you know, we're going to reach maybe a, a breaking point and we're going to bottom out. I know smart people who articulate that theory. My question is always, how will we know when we bottomed out? If this isn't bottoming out yeah. in 2021... <laughs> How much lower can we go? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, you know, I, we really have to take it back. The thing is, Sean, uh, and I saw this down at 75th and Vincennes when I went to talk to local merchants and when I went to Englewood, um, there are success stories. And the fact is the miscreants are only 5 to 10% of the population. So what we need to do along with shining light on the Soros money and the other money coming into people like Pritzker and the Democratic majority in Springfield. We need to shine a light on success stories, and we yeah. need to shine a light on real data. You know, when they say that most uh, cases referred for prosecution are being prosecuted, that's very imprecise. A lot uh -huh. of them are dropped later, and then, too, there are lousy plea deals. We need a database. And when Tim Evans says that almost everyone let out early uh, due to bail reform before trial does not reoffend, you know, I mean, it's like only 31% of murders in Chicago even result in an arrest and only 4% of shootings. 
So we got a huge unknown X factor, and we need to publicize that kind of stuff and track the real outcomes. So there's a lot of work to do on the education front. Maybe, Sean, just maybe, that turns it around or helps. I love it. Matt Rosenberg, where can the people go to find your book, and where can they go to read your articles? Absolutely. Um, to find my book, uh, What Next Chicago, Notes of a Pissed-Off Native Son, folks should go directly to Amazon or Barnes & Noble. It's online only. And to read my stuff, they can go to chicagoschooled.com. Or to tell you the truth, I've been doing an awful lot of writing on Facebook lately, so just look for uh, oh, Matt Rosenberg Facebook. on Facebook. I'll do it for you, but I hate that damn Facebook. For, but for you... I'll do it when I look at boats and whatnot. That's the only thing I use that Facebook for. But I will tell you, I feel feel free to please use my tagline, we need more scum control, not gun control. Thank you, Matt Rosenberg. You know I love when you come on, friend of the show. Thank you so much. Thank you, Sean. It was a pleasure once again. We'll be back with your calls and comments after this. This is the Sean Thompson Show, where Democrats are always wrong, Republicans are seldom right, and politicians are never, ever to be trusted. On AM560, The Answer. AM560, The Answer. Hey! Got got the payback! We have Square Toes on the phone line. Bunny, I'm never going to let you get off the music. Nobody can do it. The best in the business. There's no question about it. You make me feel good. You make me feel good. Plus, if we could just implement some of these cures, we could really turn this some gun around. But until then, we're going to have to spot the frauds and the failures. We're going to have to call them out. We're going to have to demand that they be fixed. See, there's another big problem. As you know, I rail against the political corruption, like the Table of Wisdom, LLC, which has bastardized tax auctions which has corrupted tax auction and foreclosure process and has stolen the property to the most corrupt people around us, like Ed Burke, the two Cook County sitting judges that are on the Table of Wisdom LLC, among other political whores and pimps that have profited while they, Tony Resco, the south side, the north side, and the west side. Now, in case you don't know what that slimy scumbag Tony Resco did, it's really quite brilliant. He would steal property at the tax auctions and whatnot. And he would sectionate it through his political corruption, which is why he always had fundraisers for Barack Obama and other Democrats. And then what he would do is Section 8, he would tell the people, look, you don't owe me the difference because Section 8 used to pay a portion and then, then the people who lived there were responsible for some. But don't you ever call me. Don't call me to fix a light bulb. Don't do anything. And then he had enough political clout to keep out the inspectors. And then those 16 units, those 12 units, those six units became drug hubs. Oh, but they did. And that's the Tony Resco scheme, the success. And all you have to do is find a couple of Democrat scum politicians. And you keep greasing their pockets. You keep throwing fundraisers. And the ones that don't become president, they make sure your little scam of Section 8 fraud continue. Oh, it does. And then the worse the economy gets, the higher the Section 8 rents gets. And then more people fall into the Section 8 scheme. And then before you know it, the Table of Wisdom LLC looks like an actual investment firm that made some money rather than took advantage of political whores and pimps like the scum alderman Ed Burke and the two sitting judges. Right now, thousands of vacant and abandoned properties costing Cook County taxpayers more than a billion bucks in lost property tax. Now, I like this news guy. He looks very biblical. He's got that gray hair. It's kind of wavy. He's on Channel 2. But show the billion dollars some respect. All right, moron. 
A billion dollars is a thousand million. So when the people of Cook, most of whom are eating cat food to pay their property taxes, are wasting money, talk about it with a little respect. All right there, you Moses wannabe? Avenue. CBS2 political investigator Dan Kozlov reports on what's now being done to help get that money back. They're just sitting there. Properties, some abandoned, some empty lots with unpaid taxes attached to them. According to the Cook County Treasurer, it adds up to $1.5 billion in lost property tax revenue. That's more than a fifth of Cook County's current budget. If you look at these numbers, they're frightening. So Cook County Treasurer Maria Pappas is trying to get more people interested in buying them. Every other year, the county has a so-called scavenger sale. It's an auction of all properties with at least three years of unpaid property tax. Now, granted, the good ones go to the scum alderman. But I want you to think about something. Property ownership is so extorted, so really just financially liable, that there are properties that people won't take if you give it to them. That's a bad sign. Taxes. This year, more than 31,000 properties are on that auction list. Until now, anyone who wanted a copy of it had to fork over $250. So we scratch that. The list is now free on the Treasurer's website, along with an interactive map to make it easier for potential buyers. If more people are on the tax sale rolls, if more people pay more money, the other people who already live in houses would be paying less. Now, that's not necessarily true because they've hampered the people who own property with the liability of corruption, the pension scheme, and the rest of it. And they broke the covenant between property owners. They stopped charging you taxes on the value of the property, and they're charging you taxes on the liability of their corruption, which leads to this place where in a once great city, you can't give away the fracking property. Can't give it away. Come and get it. Nope. Don't want it. At the same time, you have record homelessness. Starting to see a problem? Here's the problem. Democrats. Democrats are the problem. This doesn't happen in Republican-run states, Republican-run cities. doesn't happen. Neither does all the other stuff. But Kim Vox wouldn't last a day in a Republican-run, honest state, city. 312-642-5600. I'll take all your calls when I get back. AM560. The answer. Wow! I feel good. Oh, wait, I whistled. I whistled. Didn't I whistle? I think I whistled. I definitely whistled. You know what Cory Bush says. If you think you might commit sexual assault, always carry a whistle. When you find yourself about to commit sexual assault, blow the whistle until someone else stops you. You know, that's a stupid son of a dog, isn't it? Joe Biden was just caught on a hot mic. He called Peter Ducey of Fox stupid son of a dog biatch yeah i can say that stupid son of a biatch that's what joe biden called peter Ducey. but here's going to be the test the litmus test if you will in the future were you stupid enough to vote for joe biden that will be the test in the future it'll be the test to get into social clubs it'll be the test one day to get into college was your family your father your great-grandfather were they stupid enough to vote for the only man capable of imploding the American empire. Were you stupid enough to vote for a Democrat? See, that's the test of stupid. Because you can look around 
wherever they reign. And you know what you have? Property giveaways, crime, mayhem, corruption. And you get used to it. You get used to it. And before you know it, this is a common practice. So this is a question of economic development. Maywood is one of several communities with dozens of properties on the list. Its mayor applauds the treasurer's move. But waiving that $250 fee isn't as simple as waving a magic wand. That's because there's a law requiring it. My legal department looked at this and I said, Oh, there's a law. You also got to pay the taxes in the next upcoming years to own these junk properties in this corrupt sewer of Cook County and Chicago specifically. Not to mention everywhere they are. Yet the Republican, Peter Ducey, Trump, they were the stupid ones, huh? The test in the future will be, were you ever dumb enough? to vote Democrat. George in Libertyville. Sean, great topic. And I'll tell you, you know, Prof talks about this all the time uh, throughout the years. To pay the real estate taxes on these properties, you're having to fork up 5 to 15% every year of the value of the property. What you cover in rent can't even pay the real estate taxes. And we're in a situation where the value of the properties are actually declining. That's like somebody saying, go ahead and take this sinking boat for free, but you got to pay to fix it. And you're right. It's all, it all stems back to these ridiculous teacher pensions while the federal government is paying the Chicago's Teachers Union $27,000 each student per year to be taught nothing. And then the municipal and then yep. the state uh, uh, employees and all the rest of it. It is it is a recipe for disaster. You know, George, I cannot tell you the fight. You know, I, I got in a lot of arguments because it's hard to uproot yourself and uproot your family. But this is the one thing you can win anybody who stands opposed to leaving. This is what you can win. You are paying not based on the value of the property anymore in Illinois. You're not. You're paying on the debt and the loss, which is why you have homes in mediocre neighborhoods and the property taxes are a thousand a month george a thousand absolutely. a month. so now absolutely, a retired buddy. person or someone who works normal jobs mm-hmm. and they earn the median income they can't afford it i dabbled in this business you want to see corruption go to the tax auctions you want to see corruption take a look at the politicians that are on such llc's like the table of wisdom llc and notice the benefits they give each other as they lower their own property taxes, if you know them or bribe them. That's why they're all lawyers and in tax-deferred uh, businesses. That's the scheme, and that's the litmus test to corruption. And notice this. All of those lawyers, those people who went to school in American law, where law was to be the shield of the righteous man, all of them vote Chicago Democrat. Why do you think that is? And now we're at a point where you can't even give it away. And I waived this $250 fee, and they said yes. Auction bids start at $250. Once a property is purchased, the original owner has a set amount of time to pay the back. Think about this. It'll cost you more to take your wife downtown for dinner than it would to take one of these properties from the county of Cook, Crook, and the sewer of Chicago. And they can't get buyers. Captain D, Midway. Yeah, how you doing, Sean? Um, 
I guess I was wondering, I listen to your show when I can. How is the, ch- the challenge with Food for the Poor going with the morning show? Well, it's also my show, and it's over. And uh, I believe we set a record. We were on path Beautiful. to set a record, yes. And um, the reality is those kids in Haiti who have dealt with that corrupt Marxist government would be right at home in Chicago, where the same problem is in Haiti. They can't give the property away. Captain D, thank you very much. I always like when we update our uh, charity events. And after all, isn't that the only thing you can rely on if you're a city of Chicago Democrat, either the corruption or the charity? I mean, that's where it all leads to. And then there's the other scams where you could jump on board as long as your timing's right. And evening news at 6. Tonight, allegations of fraudulent and illegal COVID testing taking place on the southwest side. Whistleblower employee has filed a complaint with OSHA after she was fired for raising concerns. WGN's Mike Lowe is live on the southwest side with more. Mike and Ray, good evening to both of you. Cookies Smoke Shop here on the southwest side is one of the businesses named in this complaint. A former employee alleges that she was reassigned to do COVID testing with no training, no PE, and some directives from her bosses. Now, I got to ask you a question, Bunny, because, you know, you're a young kid. You're in touch with things. Smoke shops, is that where they sell the the pot or just like the the pipes and the scum that they want to smoke the pot in? Just the stuff. So these are, does anybody want to bet that the smoke shop owners are Democrats? After all, they have, what is it, seven or eight of these smoke shops throughout the sewer of Chicago selling just, just the, the hardware for pot smoking. And then they thought they'd go in the, in the COVID testing business. What's the qualifications? Well, you got to be a Democrat. It's all. Keep voting Democrat. Look at the ghettos they build where the only hope you have is maybe you could buy a franchise of a pot shop. Ooh. Look at you, scumbag. 312-642-5600. We'll be back. AM560. The answer. He's leaving, leaving. Oh, that that train Georgia. Boy, that train didn't cost $2.1 billion to save three minutes. You're kidding me, right? Three minutes? That's what they say? Three minutes. $2.1 billion. Boy, oh boy, a lot of guidos. In. Move a building, yeah. A lot of guidos cashed in on that. Let me guess, the Democrat coffer is going to get filled up from that $2.1 billion. you got to love the sewer of Chicago. Why fix the problems? Why fix the mayhem? Why focus on the kids that get killed? Why focus on the schools that don't get open? Yeah, you, 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 you got $2.1 billion. A little walking around money. And in the meantime, I can't get the little girl out of my head. Can you? She was their only child. Why would you allow anyone to take a child's life in the first place? Just stand up. Turn these individuals in. As simple as that. It's a plea that is heard almost every other day in Chicago. Tonight, another shooting, another child's life taken too soon. If you need help from National Guard to stabilize this city, then so be it. Do what you have to do to make this city safe. I mean... You know, that's another thing. When Trump offered the National Guard, Lori Lightfoot in her costume for short men said, no, no, we don't need it. You wonder if this little girl would have been saved if that action would have been taken. You wonder... If fentanyl prices would go up if Kamala Harris, Nooner Harris, was not in charge of the border. You know, you wonder if sweet Willie Brown had just a little bit of morals and didn't cheat on his 60-year-old wife with a 29-year-old strumpet who really just wanted to be vice president one day, maybe even president. You wonder what would happen if this greatest lunch date in Washington, D.C. wasn't in charge of the border.
Now, normally I make fun of the mask, but I saw this clip visually. You're awful glad that this Democrat propagandist has a mask on because she could scare a bulldog off a meat truck as well, like the rest of them. See, they succeeded. Forget the fentanyl deaths. Forget the fact that the gangbanger may have been an illegal alien along with many other shooters and the rest of it. Forget about all of that. They're a success. They are. And as long as these idiots, and I mean idiots, keep voting Democrat, get used to the failure and get used to the fascism. Because after all, pickle-faced Fauci, who's been wrong for everything, he's not done. He's not even close. There are some schools who are removing the mask mandate and leaving that up to parents. Are those kids safe? Is it safe to send your kids back to school without masks? Well, Martha, as we know, the CDC strongly recommends that when you're in a situation in the school, we want to get the children back to school. And the way you do that, you do it by multiple things that you do. You surround the children with people who are vaccinated. For the children who are eligible to be vaccinated, get them vaccinated. And provide in the more people died for the year they had the vaccine than before. More people got infected, even though they tout the numbers. I know they tout the numbers because they continue to do so no matter what. That's what they do. Isn't it right there? Pippi Lysocking. Thank you. On schools in Virginia, seven districts representing 350,000 students are suing the state. They're hoping to get a strict mask mandate for students that has been rolled back by the new governor, reinstated. So who does the president think knows best for students, school board members or parents? Well, the parent, the, the president believes that uh, public health officials have the best guidance on what we can all do to protect ourselves. So strangers, the ones that have been wrong, the ones that, that told you there was such a thing rather than an experiment that failed miserably and continue to lie, continue to fraud the data. And what happens when you speak out against it, huh, Pippi Lystocking? Health, we know that. We also know that 87% of American adults have at least one shot. That's the vast, vast majority. Uh, and over 210 million Americans are fully vaccinated. So, And we know the numbers are greater. The deaths are greater. We know that you're a liar, a failure, and a fraud. But you really summed it up when you said you were a Democrat. Isn't that true, Pippi Lysocking? You're, not, you're kidding me, right? This is the end of the show? I got another hour, right? Let's get going. Somebody call Larry Elder. I want his hour, too. Taking them all. All right, I guess you're going to have to wait. I'll be back in 21. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. 
Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.